0: It's so stupid, it's positively brilliant. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Um, do we have church announcements,
1: Andrew? Yo! The announcements are a very important part of what we do in church.
2: I just added a fourth show for the special taping in LA. Okay. Alright, a lot of y'all Orpheum. It's gonna be April 12th, Easter Sunday. 9:30 tickets go on sale today. This is coming out Thursday. Hopefully, we get this out on time. Cough, cough. Dwayne, cough, cough. Chris, well, it's really on us. Is it's, it though? We say a lot of questionable
0: things. We gotta, is it? So edit that <laughs> shit the day before we're recording this on a fucking what is it called a Wednesday? But you know how it is. You go home and then you land down. You like, hmm. I don't know about that one. Is <laughs> this <laughs> better to go? I'll be over honest, I don't know what we cut. I don't know either. Well, you someone know knows. I'm a, hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm at the
2: point in my life, though. Oh, let me tell about the church announcement, and okay, else, then we I'm get into it. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're adding a fourth show, man. Thank you all so much for selling out all three of them. We're taping the special, The Orpheum in L.A. Tickets go on sale, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get them while they're still there. A lot of y'all have reached out asking for tickets. I know a lot of you guys have booked flights from all around the world to come get it, and there I'm weren't any there. tickets available. Charlotte's going to be in the building. We got Alex Media, Eden, if he's on my good side, Taylor, you know what I mean? Taylor, you're going to be right here. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell on, tell, you, out, okay. you can fly yourself out, man. We go. hey, tickets go on sell tomorrow at ten, tell, yeah, you know. No, Thursday. Sure. Today, so as you guys are listening, go get them shits early, man. This is the last and final show. We cannot physically add any more. I hope you all will be there because you all made this happen, and it means the fucking world to me that you even want to come. I can't believe that we sold out this many. So that's it. That's my big church announcement. Besides that, we're in Atlanta this weekend. All sold out. We got some tickets left for Alabama on Sunday. Theandrewschultz.com for the rest of the cities.
0: I don't know what I'm doing. I know today's Thursday, so I'll be at— Oh, I'll be in Mounts Corner tonight. Okay. Um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Judge. Got Mayor Pete in Monk's Corner, so we're gonna have a conversation Shout tonight. to Mayor Pete, man. To Mayor Pete, we having a conversation tonight about uh, economic any economic equality for all. How can we have economic equality for all? You can't. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, <laughs> someone's gonna have to work
2: for someone well, else. it's that's the thing, like, right?
0: I, 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 like when we say that term, like there's never gonna be economic equality. So don't
2: say it like that. That's why I hate that term. Yeah, it can't. It, it'll never be that way because it's gonna always be somebody who has more than the next. How person. How about we say this? Let's not kill people with extreme capitalism. Why don't we just- say exactly what it is. Let's not starve people to death and pay people less than they can afford to live on. Fuck the idea of equality. Why don't we get people out of the mud? We just need
0: economic empowerment. That's all. The, yeah. and, and those who have economic power should be trying to figure out ways to use that economic power to empower to help other people. Others. That's it. That's it. Because equality don't sound right. Because guess what? None of us will ever be Warren Buffett.
2: Hey. <laughs> hey. none of us will ever hey. be Bill
0: Gates. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Okay?
2: Do you want to, to be equal to everybody? Mm-hmm. Economically speaking, I mean
0: no. <laughs> but I'm only basing that. But I'm only basing that off. I'm only basing. You like that, Anguilla empty? Yeah, I'm only basing that off the standards of the society we live in. Of
2: course, you know what I'm saying. Economic so, equality is communism. It's the exact thing that America has fought against and fought world wars in the world all ooh, over. It, it is.
0: It's, it's a grand concept that just will never be achieved now, because you we don't not, want it economic empowerment can be achieved. now we talking now can we help people you know be able to not have to work two jobs to get by not have the motherfucking you know not be able to eat
2: you know what i mean have a roof over their head mm. yes
0: i think there's a way mm. for that to happen
2: i want a poor person with no education but drive to be able to become a millionaire well you can do in that in their life yes you can we, 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 you don't need the government to do that. Oh, we, already we know set that. For that. Oh. Exactly, right? Oh. So America is the best version of it. Now here's the question, is yes. not everybody has that drive. So how do we create a system where the people who don't have that kind of insane drive for success, how do we create a system where they're still comfortable? <laughs> where they can enjoy their lives, where they can have a family. Yes. You and know that, what I mean? They can get I, their yeah.
0: manicures and shit. And that's what I mean by, well, it's, manicures might be a luxury. But that's you know, what I mean by, <laughs> you have T4, you know, you just but that's what I mean by economic.
2: Son, 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 <laughs> economic son, we out here putting a man in manicure, It's <laughs> you
1: know
0: <what> I mean? <laughs> <But laughs> just economic empowerment, finding a way to empower people economically,
2: that's all. <laughs> economic <laughs> equality sounds like a very
0: far-fetched <laughs> idea.
2: It is. You got to ask Pete Buttigieg what he thinks about the manicure. Oh, Pete's definitely gets manicures. He's into the manicures? I get manicures. Ooh! You don't get manicures? <laughs> Bro, I got manicures when I was in college. Bro, I get manicures and pedicures all the time. Pedicures, I've gotten with my girl. No, I get
0: both. I like, I mean, that's to me, that's a part of self-care. Mm-hmm. And it really does make me, it really relaxes me. Like, it's nothing like being in that chair, having somebody rub your calf muscles nothing and rubbing like, your feet and getting, fucking taking that goddamn black rock and putting it up under your feet so it warms yeah. up. Oh, I love that shit. Get that man. green tea scrub. or the, all the uh, honey and milk. Honey and milk. Ooh, I like honey and milk too. I've never had that one. I love a good spot, manicure, pedicure, man. Yeah, I'm all about that life. So yeah, I'll be with Mayor Pete today in Mouse Corner um, at Atlantis, Atlantis <laughs> Seafood Restaurant.
2: You're at- doing it at Atlantis Seafood restaurant? Atlantis. There's oh, a restaurant in Mouse
0: Corner called Atlantis. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be there at uh I think it's, I think doors open at 6 30.
2: Shout out to Mayor Pete, man. Talking to the people. Now, do you text with Mayor Pete? Me and well, email. So you can shoot him an email right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ask for his
0: number. It's so interesting, though, with man Pete, right? Like, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't want, you know,
2: I only have. Out of all the, can kids. we text your most famous colleague? It depends what field, though. Let's let's think about like, Mo, can you text Hillary Clinton? No. Can you text Who was like the? Over? I can get to Hillary, though. Can you text it? Don't say it like that. She gets <laughs> Hillary. Gets you first. Oh, definitely. Hillary don't play. Hillary Clinton, boys. Hillary <laughs> lay your ass out. out. <laughs> Man, be
0: careful what you're saying here. <laughs> like, fucking Cut drone. It. Hey, a, a, a drone pull up outside that window. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh? What was that? Huh? Um, no, I can get to Oprah, though. But I can't text her. Say again? No, I, I can get to Oprah, but I can't text
2: her. You can get to Oprah? Yeah. Okay, who do you think is the most influential person or recognizable person that you have in your phone? Does it matter? Huh?
0: Does it matter? I,
2: I want to know who we can text.
0: I, I don't know. A I mean, I don't know. Who,
2: of I wax his meat.
0: Too. I don't know who you call influential. <laughs> Plus, all, all of those contacts, like, I'm not the type of person to abuse them. Also, what's more interesting, mm. I, get, I get more reaching out to me than I do to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then, like I said, it just depends on what you call influential. It's like what field. Yeah. It could be tech, it could be venture capitalists, it could be politics, it could be right. film, it could be music. Right. Like it could be authors. Right. Which is so that's also interesting too, because even like I can I will share this story. Like, um, you know, when I was talking to my man Chris, who's with Mayor Peach Camp, and I posted that I'm gonna have Mayor Peter Moss Corner, Ryan Holiday hit me up, and Ryan was like, yo, let Mayor Pete know I'm at his service, you know what I mean? And so I I connected them. Oh. So I like that kind of synergy. You know what I mean? I like when I'm able to connect those kind of dots. Yes. Yes. And that's usually what happens in situations like that. <clears throat> I feel depressed all, all of a sudden. Why? What happened? I ate that piece of cake. And that brought you down. That shit brought me so fucked up. Because you couldn't man. control yourself. I had cake two days in a row, yo. Yeah. Had same, had and it no was the same cake. What's the name of that place, Taylor? I think it's called on Instagram it's Cup 2 Cake uh-huh. and you know usually when they make these design ass cakes the designer cakes never taste good they just look fucking good and this one bro, this one, I don't know good. what this and woman puts good. in these goddamn cakes this shit is incredible <sighs> yeah like me and Taylor was gonna share a piece yeah and I ate the piece that we were supposed to share <laughs> and I was like fuck that I gotta get me another slice man wow and I walked in and when I walked in you made me feel bad cause you said oh that's the diet yeah <laughs> And so, like, yeah. that kind of, like, bought all the guilt that I was trying to suppress. And I'm not glad feel. you feel, I'm glad you feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I was glad in, you feel like shit. I did. And I was in the yeah. gym yesterday busting my ass, man. And now I feel, like, bad. Like, yeah. Because I ate that fucking piece of cake.
2: Yeah. Well, you should be hard on yourself, man. That's the only way to change.
0: I'm not fat, though. Like, I feel good. I feel good about my life. You've been looking life. like shit lately. And
2: that's not true. <laughs> I feel, I, I, I feel
0: good. I feel good about my life.
2: This is what, this is what friends do. Now, you know when a mosquito knows you're sleeping and just keeps sucking on the different parts <laughs> of your body? The second we notice a little bit of weakness, we fucking go. Because
0: nobody wants to be the wide hip having media person. Either. Oh, oh God, nothing looks no, worse, bro. No, no, no. When you're sitting there and you like... Getting stuck in the elbow rest. Oh, my God, yeah. man. Oh, when you're sitting there and you don't realize that your stomach's all big, so you... You resting your hand Hands on what I call it. your laurels. His stomach is your laurel. You just resting it right here. Oh uh, uh, disgusting, man. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. Don't let that happen, please.
2: I was at the uh iHeart podcast. Oh, and you know what else makes me feel depressed? <laughs> Yo, go on. You said something funny, and it got back to me randomly at the iHeart Podcast Awards. What was it? Uh so our uh, our ad guy, Alex, shout out to Alex, sent me this. He goes, I love this quote. And apparently, as you accepted Uh, the iHeart Podcast Award for best like uh, best pop
0: culture best pop culture podcast best pop culture podcast The Breakfast
2: Club your acceptance speech was hey as long as we work for iHeart we gonna win this it's a fact (laughs) (laughs) home (laughs) team baby home team what's (laughs) wrong
0: with a little truth (laughs) (laughs) like like, now, don't get don't get me wrong first of all this is cheating like a motherfucker The Breakfast Club It is a podcast, but it's not a podcast. It's a radio show. It's a morning show that we package as a podcast because we want to touch all types of different listeners. And people consume content differently. Right. So if you're really trying to be successful as a radio personality, listen up, I'm giving free jewelry out. If you want to be successful as a radio personality, Mm -hmm. you have to package your uh, uh, radio show in the way that people consume it. So that's why you get the YouTube interviews. That's why you get the segments on YouTube. Yeah. That's why you get the social media. That's yeah. why you get the daily podcast. Cause mm. some people get off work mm. and they riding in their car and they want to go to iHeart and turn the motherfucking podcast on and catch up just like that. Yeah. And that's fine. You right. know what I mean? But we're not technically a podcast podcast. Mm. Secondly, iHeart Mafia, baby.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Now, are yeah. we deserving of the award? Probably. You know what I'm saying? When it comes yeah. to pop culture, like, you know, we we cover the gamut. Like, all of these numbers in different fields I'm telling you to talk about, uh, you asked me about, I'm cover. we cover the gamut on all those things. So we yeah. go from politicians to hip hop, like, you get your news from Brev's Club, whatever it is. So maybe we are the best pop culture podcast. Hip hop is pop culture now. So yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But the truth to the matter is, and the fact remains, as long as we work for You're going to win that award. We're going to win that award. Maybe not. Maybe next year they'll teach me a lesson. Um... Best comedy podcast was Conan O'Brien. I didn't even know he had a podcast. Never heard of it. And I I was I was taping the screen because I was actually shocked and pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. that 85 South Show was nominated for Best Comedy Podcast. Are we like, nominated? No.
2: That's fucked up, man. <laughs> it's fucked up. Where's your influence at, bro? We can't even get a studio.
0: I don't know, bro.
2: This but, is this is real disrespectful, man. I need to speak but, to what's the guy's name? Who? The guy who runs iHeart? I don't know. We're gonna edit it out. So it don't matter what his name is.
0: <laughs>
2: you, saw, you saw the Schultz bridge burning, <laughs> building momentum. <laughs> what's that? No, I wasn't. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, What's up, my brother? What? Taz, I didn't know Taz was here. What's up, man? So uh we got uh, we got we have what's a kid, what's uh-huh. it called? This guy that you don't want to tell me his name. But okay. we gotta have a conversation with him. Why? So that we can get to the bottom of all this. The bottom of what? Why we're not nominated?
0: Oh, now that's a good question. No. Mm
2: -hmm. And who gets nominated? And why Conan gets nominated?
0: The only loudspeaker, I'm going to tell you something, it was a lot of nominations that I was pleasantly surprised by. Okay. I was pleasantly surprised by The Read. Even though they were nominated last year, I was pleasantly surprised by the 85 South Show. Mm -hmm. uh, Deserved. I was super Super, super shocked that they nominated 85 South Show. Right, because I was like, "Who the fuck at iHeart knows about the 85 South Show?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. they should have won Best Comedy Podcast. Yeah, if who asked me? Oh yeah, Conan won. Conan yeah. O'Brien won. I was shocked that Amanda Seals. Yeah, they had her in for Small Doses, and I, I, it, it, it does. I, I said this last year, but it, like I do want. That's the podcast name. Small Doses. Yep, right. I do want to be uh, involved in like seeing why certain people get nominated and why, because I'm not opposed to it. Right. Even, and there's certain things I don't know about. Like the, the person who won best podcast of the year, in my mind, I'm like, oh shit, Joe Rogan gonna win this. But it wasn't yeah. Joe Rogan. It was, um, Chris, what's the name of that podcast? Best podcast of the year. Was it The Daily? Dax Shepard. What's it called? Not definitely wasn't Dax. No, My
2: Favorite Murderer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My Favorite that Murderer. That makes sense. Yeah, who I heard cares? it's a monster. Who cares? What do you mean? Oh, about making a murder, yeah, I heard her my a favorite, yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. women love it. I heard it's I heard it's like beyond huge, yeah, they so love it. They, they they won it. podcast of the year, yeah, so
2: yeah, who Whatever. cares about these award shows?
0: um, I like the fact that they have a podcast awards and 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 the reason I like the fact of it because you know it uh it validates his
2: face. Why do we need their validation?
0: No, we don't need their validation. I'm saying it validates the space. of pod- not, None of these podcasts need the validation because they have millions and millions of people listening. Yeah. But I'm saying it validates the
2: space. Yeah. It makes podcasts look like a very viable genre. Yeah, I think that made a lot more sense when like you needed validation to convince advertisers, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. But advertising works so different <clears throat> with podcasts now. So you could tell if your podcast has influence or not based on the call and response. When we say, hey, use this offer code, and then we have thousands of people go use that offer code, we don't need an award. Yeah, but when all you, we need is our advertising agency to go, yo, this is the return that you get when you fuck with the brilliant idiots. So it's like those awards were really important back in the day to convince Ford or GMC or Crest or Colgate to advertise on a show because hey, it's a it's a Grammy, not not a Grammy or Golden Globe, not a mate whatever. But, but no, that's gonna be the same for podcast, though. I don't like, think like, so because at the absolutely. end of the day, it don't matter how many awards you got. If you don't get any call to action, if you don't get any response, nobody wants to advertise. But you're getting, you're getting rewarded. From what
0: I'm seeing, you're getting rewarded by it's a numbers thing and it's an impact
2: thing. Exactly. But that award doesn't necessarily mean impact, right? Like there are certain people who will win awards, right, that might not have the same impact. So now we're we judging the skill. Or we we in the impact? Yeah, but even- Because advertisers could give a fuck about the skill. They want to know impact. Yeah, but any skilled artist will tell
0: you, and, and I've had conversations. I, I was actually having this conversation with Wale because I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, Yo, when you get nominated for Grammys and when you win Grammys, does it really change things? And he's like, oh. fuck no. He said, fuck yes.
2: Didn't he just get dropped? What do you mean? Didn't Wale just get dropped by his no, label? No, man. Wale just had a number one record on the charts. Before that? No, this was like th- last year. I think he got dropped, and then he went with a new label. He's with Warner now. So and I think he was Universal, right? And then he got dropped. No, nah, he was with um who was Wale with? Wale was Atlantic, I think. Energy I'm not I'm Atlantic? not trying to hit on Wale. What I'm mm. trying to what I'm trying to say is Wale did that. Whether he did it with Universal or Warner, it doesn't matter. That's Wale to earn that thing. It, I mean and the people fuck with him to get him. But there.
0: sadly we live in a world where that type of shit does matter. Like when they can say New York Times bestselling author, when they can say platinum recording artist, like when they can say you sold out the fucking Orpheum four shows in a row, like... But like that's different. That's
2: sold out of the title. Those things that you're saying are different though. How? Because New York Times bestseller mm-hmm. means you got to sell a certain amount of copies, right? Mm-hmm. Platinum recording artist means you got to sell a certain amount of copies, right? True. Selling out the Orpheum means you got to sell a certain amount of tickets. Winning an award just means some tastemakers go, I liked that person's sound. I liked because, you know what I'm saying? By that argument, what's that, the, the, uh, the white kid from Seattle that raps about, like, clothes that people wore already? Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. When he won the award... He should have won it by your argument. Listen, he co- should have no, won no, it because he that's sold my, more. That's, that's what you though
0: We're conflating two things, right? I said that the iHeart or any podcast awards solidifies the space of podcast, it
2: valid- not not yeah, individual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not
0: individual. I hear what you're saying. Podcast. It, it
2: validates that whole space. I, I hear what you're saying. I just think it validates it to a, a group of people that are going to die soon, and I feel like the youth don't really care. Like I don't, I don't think like 18 year olds are walking around like man. Bullshit. If you don't win an award, it ain't real.
0: Them the same motherfuckers who think about to kill themselves because they ain't getting no likes. They about to kill themselves because Instagram's taking away new <laughs> likes. Yes, they care about validation.
2: Yeah, but they, they got their own version of validation, which is right there. It's the likes. It's not one big person pointing and saying, it's everybody. It's the people. They care about the people's validation. How many views, how many likes, what kind of response, how many comments. They really, like this new generation, new exci- media, They get gets excited, excited when YouTube- about the people. They get
0: excited when YouTube sends them, them plaques. They they get excited when BET does them social
2: media awards. Yeah, but you're making my argument. What do you mean? What I'm saying is right now we live in in a generation of numbers. And before, for Oscars back in the day... It could be a movie nobody saw. It. There was a movie called The Artist where there wasn't even any sound in the movie and that one best actor or best movie or some shit, nobody even saw it. But these people that were part of the Academy were like, well, this is the best acting. And now we live in a world where it's like, motherfucker, we don't care if you got the best. Where are the numbers I at? I think
0: people say that until you create award shows, bro.
2: Like if you was to do a YouTube
0: Awards and you was like, like I, I'll give you an example. When they do the YouTube upfronts, right? Mm-hmm. It's people mad they not on that stage and they not getting recognized. I'll be honest with YouTube you. YouTube
2: page. I'll be honest with you. I get it and I understand the sentiment. I 100% understand the sentiment. I get it. But. You're saying it don't matter though? In the long run, it don't matter I agree because with that. if you really. I think when, when you have nothing, you care about anything. Mm-hmm. Right? When you have nothing at all, someone writes an article, someone tweets something about you, you're like, thank God someone's validating me. And then when you have the people, when you have success, you're like, oh, man, they didn't include me on that list? Until you're somebody Go. like, uh, what's homie'
0: name? I'm about to say Russell Brand. Not Russell Brand. What's the comedian name? Ooh, Gervais. Nah, the big dude. He sells out all the shows everywhere, but he still wants to be in movies and stuff. You know who I'm talking about, man. He's a comedian. We had him on Breakfast Club a couple of times. Russell Peters. Oh, yeah. Russell Peters. Yeah. To me, Russell's living the life. Yeah. Russell's selling out all these shows. He's making money. Yeah. But Russell wants to be known a little bit more.
2: Russell wants to be in movies. How he old wants is Russell though? TV. So oh, Russell's oh, oh. Russell's Russell's the last generation. Russell's grandfathered into this shit. Russell came from a time where you he's 49, 29. he's almost 50 years old. So he came from a time where you you stand up. A lot of people you stand up to be a movie star, be an actor. Mm-hmm. Now we live in a time where you could just do what you love. I agree with you, but I'm saying people still love awards, bro. They do. Look, everybody yeah. loves being told they're great. Mm-hmm. I just think now we're living in a time where like these things mean less and less. There was a time where I bet if you won best actor, your next movie was 10x, 10 times what you made for the last that's one. That's the point though. And now, like
0: that's what even Wale was saying, he was like, "Yo, you get a you get nominated for a Grammy or you win an award, now every, all your prices go up." Mm. So now you're able to charge more money for these people to come see you and the people don't have a problem paying it
2: cuz they're like Oh, it's my guy's Grammy nominated, uh, my guy's so whatever. It, I think it used to be like that, and then there were a bunch of people who won Oscars and shit, and then nothing panned out. Like, that shorty that won Oscar for Million Dollar Baby. Who? What's her name? Remember Million Dollar Baby, the girl that was fighting in the Clint, Clint Eastwood? No, nah, no, nah, she looks 100%. like Sandra Bullock. Not all of us look the same. <laughs> You, you fucking asshole, <laughs> you racist. She said you like, no.
0: racist. Like, nobody knows Sandra Bullock.
2: Nah. <laughs> hey, Hillary Swank. So she won the Oscar, right? I and then, Hillary was popping. <laughs> you sure, bro? Yes. She's in movies, but she's not getting that fucking real money. I'm not going to sit here and act like you I know, know
0: about Hillary Swank, but I hear her name all the time. But the
2: awards matter because when a movie you've never heard of wins an award, you're like, oh, check that out. 100%. 100%. And
0: that's what I think helps podcasts. Like, like all of these like the Hollywood reporter variety all these different people covered the podcast awards yeah. so it's people that probably didn't even know You're anything right. about this shit let me like, clarify
2: let me clarify mm-hmm. i'm not it, i'm not saying it's a something or nothing what i'm saying is the influence of these award shows and winning these awards is way less now than it used to be cuz we actually have metrics to see if people like something or don't that's all i'm trying to say yes that's all I'm saying. Say. So, it's, I got, I got so I got it's, it's slowly decreasing and becoming lower and lower. Whereas in the past, it was probably everything. Like if I Love Lucy won a fucking Golden Globe or Emmy, whatever that shit is, you're like, oh, I guess that's the you best. You still show. had
0: ratings back then, though.
2: Yeah, you had the Nielsen ratings. Yeah, you still had ratings. It was yeah.
0: And even with even with hey, that's 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 an interesting argument too, though, because even with music, some of the wackiest shit sold the most records. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, we don't, and by the way, that's why I always say music is subjective because just because you think it's, just because I may think something is whack. Don't that mean shit sold five million, five million people love that shit. You tell know Tell me what McDonald's I
2: mean? is whack. I dare anybody tell me McDonald's food tastes bad. I dare you. Well, they You always, wrong. Everybody who could really argue with you is dead. So <laughs> <laughs> Big Mac killed their You know how good food gotta be <laughs> to where people go, yo, this is probably gonna kill you. You'd be like, all right. We'll get there. It's like drugs. <laughs> it's, It's literally like drugs, yo. So tell me crack is bad. It is. It's like drugs. Tell me cocaine is bad. No, in terms of feels bad. Like, yeah, we know it's bad for you, but nobody on crack is like, man, I wish I didn't smoke this crack. Yeah. When they later find themselves, you know, sleeping their own piss, maybe they wish they didn't smoke it. I was
0: comparing something to drugs the other day. What the fuck was I comparing to drugs? Anal.
2: Was "Was it anal? I don't think it
0: was anal. It was something that I was saying. This shit is just... (laughs) Is it anal? Because right afterwards, you immediately regret
2: it? (laughs) I don't know what
0: it was. See, once again, subjective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Somebody out there listening to this podcast said, Andrew, don't know what the fuck he's talking so
2: about. Son, you pull out and see a little dude on your dick, you're like, what was I thinking, bro? Ain't Why? a way for you? <laughs> say what? Is it? <laughs> wait, wait,
1: wait. <laughs> wait, what, <laughs> what did you saying? Hold on, what did you saying? I said, ain't a way for ain't you. Ain't a for me? Who was was it for? I'm like, is it? Is <laughs> it?
0: What oh, the, that sound? That's Wendy Williams. Who let Wendy what was in that here? <laughs> Who let Wendy in here farting, yo?
2: The fuck is going on, bro? Wendy <laughs> <laughs> farted like she haven't done anal in a long time, dude. That ass sounded tight on that fart, like a trombone. Bro, you got to hear it when it's in HD. You told, you showed it. I watched the clip when it was normalized. Bro, or something that like shit that. sounds wow, heavy. Let me hear it. She
1: was like, that she cop wasn't playing that. I mean. <laughs> You're lucky you only got battery.
2: It's cartoonish. Bro. It sounded like you did it with your hands.
0: I told Daniel, I said, you made that up. Yeah. I don't believe that. He's like, nah, that's normalized.
2: <laughs> There's nothing normal about that, bro. That's You need surgery if that's you fart that loud. She's grown, man. And she's I at, fart a lot.
0: She's at that age, bro. Like you At know, that age with what? I mean, anybody got time to be holding your farts? You're 50-something years old. She that shit did take lean. time. She leaned She did it. lean. It was adorable, she leaned man. Over and yeah. she let that shit out, man. But Somebody it got
2: like, caught in that patent leather skirt. I
0: think that was also part of it. Somebody yeah. said the funniest shit on Instagram. They it was like, Wendy ain't got no cheeks to stop that gas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: was like, Wendy don't got that cheek flap to stop that, to stop that gas, man. <laughs> Man, the internet is a motherfucker. Sorry. You can't even fart in peace. The internet
2: bro. killed Stephen A. Smith. Did you see Stephen A. Smith trying to box? Somebody told me that was fake. Bro. Nah, there's no way. Somebody told me they somebody told me it was something they put in slow motion or some shit. I, I don't know. No, when I bro, watched it, it looked regular to me. Here's the thing. The uppercut was fine. Okay. But then he was throwing this other punch down. <laughs> Who's doing that, yo? Why? What was that for? You had one job. You got one job. And you know what it is? To say it's on the paper. That's all you got to do the whole episode. By the is, way, go, it's she, on the paper. She,
0: she put that in for Stephen A. Smith. I don't know what that means, though, because we've never heard that sound before. Wait,
2: what as is it? As soon that? as you
0: started talking about Stephen, she, that's like a tum- tugboat, right? I, yeah, but I didn't
2: mean to Why would you have a tugboat on there? Taylor. What? Is that the type of boats guys take you on? Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Taylor don't get taken
2: nowhere. Don't let Taylor. <laughs> don't, don't, that don't, that don't let Taylor
0: fool you.
2: Look at You trying to be a regular Joe this producer, huh? Look at this, huh? this, this. Edon. Look at that. Look at the bottom punch he throws. Why are you punching down, down at the hip? Nigga, you never know you gotta fight a midget. Son. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yo. <laughs> you never like, know. someone said on the on Twitter they were like, yo, he's taking out fathers and sons. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yo. Imagine, imagine if uh, a guy tried to jump you with his five
0: year old. uppercut the dad, boom! down punch the Get kid. Get a five year old some gas. You gotta go Got to sleep, goddamn it. God damn it. <laughs> what else happened this week? Oh, uh, Prince, Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah. What is your take on all that? Um, I think it depends what you're talking about. Like, right? I think that um, I like the fact that they're giving the money back my you first... want to
2: set up the story though, so people know what it what I don't happened. You know what the fucking story is? They basically <laughs> tried to quit the royal family. <laughs> oh, they did quit. <clears throat> They did quit the world. Yeah, family. they're gone. Right, and the big yeah, they're stepping back from their royal titles. Exactly, and then yeah. the big issue with that is like how you quit something that you don't already don't do anything. But for. he said he says he says they're making it clear that they're not necessarily
0: walking away. Right. So I, I, it, it sounds to me, yes, like the prince wants to come to America to sow his wild oats. I think. I think so. we've seen this plot before. I think so. You
1: know
2: what I'm saying? I think there might be. Uh-huh. No. Who's speech? We don't want the speech. We don't care. Who gave a speech? Nobody wants to hear any of that. Did?
1: Oh, did. My
2: I like the fact, they talk. I like the fact that they I give... want you to put the speech in Stormzy's accent. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, dude, British rap, come on. I love British rap. Stormzy get busy, bro. Stop it. I promise you. How you relax that? You know what I can do? To Stormzy British rap? and Black
0: Dave get busy. Now, I will admit, those are the but I used to like Creptin' uh, Conan. I, they had one song that I like. Yo,
2: they're going to kill you for how you pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> every time you try to say... It's a group. <laughs> it's not, it a group. It's not, it's every a group. time you
1: try to say... Hold on, let me make every sure. Every time
2: you try to say whatever the fuck they are, I it's don't know Creptin' Conan. It. No.
1: Here's yes. what Brother Leonard is saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Creptin' Conan. T- how you pronounce it?
1: Crept.
0: K-R-E-P-T and K-O-N-A-N. Creptin' Conan. All right. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Creptin' Conan. All right. I used to like, I used to, they had a song that I liked, but I actually really enjoy Black Dave and Stormzy's music. Like, they make good-ass records. The di- the dish records that Stormzy did to Wiley, Disappointed and Still Disappointed, yeah. I really fuck with those records. And I really fuck with um Audacity off Stormzy's latest album. Yeah. Oh, my God. You like it. Oh, you little Asher Utes. Little Asher Utes around thing. me.
2: Here's the thing. First of all, he wore the coolest shit. He like headlined Glastonbury. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And he wore like a uh, stab-proof vest. He what? Stab-proof vest. It was like a stab-proof vest, but Inspired it was by Jay Z. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Which is adorable because they don't have guns, so it has to be like knives they're worried about. Yeah. But, uh, but, but it was so. It was like the British flag was on it, but like dark. It was sick. And everybody seems to really ride with this guy's turn, So I, I don't know his music. Number I gotta one, get number him one album on. in the UK. Right really. Now. Number one. Okay, I'm I'm on it this week. I'm gonna start listening. And you know, um, and, and the T.O.T.O. thing about the people. Yeah,
0: his album went number one on his fourth week. So the so so that means that it grew. Well, you know, it debuted right. at like number two. And, and they, they just kept building, building, them. building. Yeah, and it, and by the
2: fourth week, he was number one. Number one album in the UK. I love, you love to see it. Yep. Yep. Um. All right. So I get into it, but there is something about UK rap for me that is like so jolty. It's, I could like they haven't paved the roads. I couldn't get past in the, the studio. Accent. Say again? I couldn't get past the accent. I don't at even first. mind the accent, but like it, do, 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 do. it sounds like someone making fun of an Asian. That's why you got to listen to Stormzy. Yo, Stormzy
0: why? Because flow. he flows on yeah. it. Boom. I need that. That's what I he, need from a. He can flow. He flows. Fix up, look
2: sharp. No, Stormzy. Remember that? Look sharp. Stormzy flows. Doesn't sound like the like Kim Jong Un is telling you how to dress oh, or something. On, fix on. Up, look sharp. <laughs>
0: hold on. I'm gonna play
2: right face side of here.
0: Let me play Storm Audacity. <laughs>
2: Put on gray suit. Hold
0: it's on. just too much. I'm gonna let you hear the first few bars. Yeah, of let Storm me, let me. I need some, up, like, like do they
2: have a future out there? Can we get? I don't got no future. You uh, niggas audacious. Why? How does he say it? Hold on. Yo, okay, here we go. I roll out with no
0: cash on me. Okay. now with no mash on me
2: Stay okay.
0: with All
2: right, it's getting sharp
0: capacity, then
1: All
2: right, stop, 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 stop Go to the beat drop, It's
1: yeah. sick!
0: Oh, we can have beat drop there. Mm. 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 Now, is this beat grime? Or whatever that is? I, If I'm not mistaken, he did tell me that Audacity would be considered grime. Now you care their, if I'm wrong. Yeah. Correct me, but I do remember Stormzy telling me audacity would be considered great. But
2: I like that that they have their own version of music of music yeah, yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. you know kind of folding into these other parts of like typical rap. I, I think it's awesome. I love authentic, London, man. cool. That but that point, you know how in the beginning it was nice and was calm, we could do it. Yeah, and then at and everyone, right?
0: Yeah,
2: it came out a little, oh, audacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why can't it just be like, audacity? That's like, see how beautiful? Like that's not how audacity. They talk, Say what? 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 They use proper English. Proper English is yeah. not how you speak to me. I like you it. sound like an African warlord. Yeah, but that's what that, that's what it sounds
0: the, like. The world would be boring. We will take all the diamonds. The world would be boring if everybody sounded the same. Like that's
2: what makes people distinct. I love it. I like I actually like it. Say what? I like it. I love it. I'm just saying. For me, I can't relax to it. Like, I can't go to bed. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to listen to a little Michael Bublé. You listen to Michael Bublé, you fall asleep. Hey, I want to go to sleep right before I go, oh, I'm wide up. Well, it depends what should song we get, it depends we go it. you listen to, though. Say again? It depends what song you listen to. Though. So give me the example of the UK, like, let smooth. A, let me give you a smooth. Future, joke. perfect example. We were talking about this weekend, right? Future. I don't yeah. know a single word that he raps. <laughs> I don't know a single one, but I feel like I know every single one. It's nice, melodic. Whoa. Oh, this is a good one. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. This is right? called Lessons. What is it? 100 grand on a pinky ring, something, word I can't say, little bitch. Whoa. That's fire. See how comforting that, that is? That shit makes you sleep? Oh, I want to go to bed. You must be on the same drugs <laughs> that Future's Whisper me to on. bed, Future. You must be on them Percocets. <laughs> Percocets. The Percocets make you sleep. 100 grand on a pinky ring, little bitch. Whoa. That shit is hot. Here I don't even go, know if that's the line. Here you go. Here you go. Listen. Okay.
0: I hear you back, you know, lately I've had some busy ones. Oof. I've been getting this money just on my Lizzy
2: ones. Oof.
1: And now we like children, they so
0: pathetic. Uh. I
1: was trying to reach out for
0: ages, I need my credit. Uh. There's a couple lines in a script I think we should edit. Why you got a bitch all the time? Just read my message. Love it. <laughs> Fucking you know I'm such a handful. On one hand I'm pissed, but on the other hand I'm thankful.
2: Don't totally be dope. Yo.
0: No, he's fine. He's his bitch. Don't be dope. Like, it's, it's, it's just it, a
2: certain it, mood it, that you got to be, you it, have to be like off-roading. If you're driving and then the pavement is a little fucked up, cobblestone road. Cobblestone road. <laughs> they make music for cobblestone. Cobblestone road. road. Cobblestone you ever road. you in Orlando. There's a lot of cobblestone road. That's it. You're in a horse and carriage on a cobblestone road. Okay. You just picked up Cinderella. You're going to the ball. Put on the Stormzy. You're good to go. Am I wrong? I, uh... We have until twelve o'clock. All right. I'll have you back by twelve o'clock before you turn into a pumpkin this guy <laughs> get wait it's your heel you're gonna get stabbed next time you go to London say what you're gonna get stabbed I'm coming through Stormzy Vest <laughs> hey you
0: know what's funny about that like you, you called it adorable earlier right yeah cause you know in your mind you're like ah we are from America who brings a knife to a gunfight so you go over there and realize they really skilled with them shit
2: <laughs> like ninjas and <laughs>
0: shit like, Whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying let think about like, that shit is like Tim pulling out a 357 on your ass
2: yo but then they gotta get close enough and we don't know what kind of knife it is that's the thing now here <laughs> that's a good thing it could be a sword then that's a little fucked up, but I feel That's like a sword I'm could saying. go through that, that thing.
0: And plus, they've been cutting people for years over there. And we
2: can't take our guns over there, so we're not bringing a knife to a gunfight. We're bringing nothing to a knife fight. This to a knife fight. Oh, it's a problem for me. You're going to lose. <laughs> I, don't think, I,
0: don't th- I don't think you're going to survive that one. But, oh, back to Prince Harry and Meghan yes.
2: Markle. Um, oh, can I make one oh, question? Yes, I want to uh, say one thing. I had this thought. Okay. And you're going to say that I'm absolutely fucking crazy, I'm sure. But I think Future is the most influential musician in the last 20 years. No. I just want to make the One argument. One of them, though. I just want to make the argument, and then you guys can trash it. No, I mean, it's not a bad argument, because I don't know. I don't, I don't, let um, me just throw it out there. Let me just throw it out there, yeah. right? I was in Russia. Uh-huh. There was Russians rapping in Russian like Future, okay? We're in Australia. They're Australians rapping in Australian English, but like Future, no matter what country we've gone to, we were in... Are you sure it was the future or not the Migos? You sure it was the future or not the Migos? Oh, so the Migos came first? I thought future it came, came first. first. No, future was around before Migos, of course. Drake put Migos on. No, Let me think of about this high. now. Future he was
0: here before Migos. He like, no, in terms kids, of
1: popularity.
2: I'm
0: not sure. No, because Migos did Versace win. And 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 Drake jumped on it then.
2: Remember no, that? Future
0: been out before commas. Hey, remember? Fuck up some commas. Future been out. Future was on. Future was. Future actually was on the hook of Racks on Racks. So what year was that? Because that's when Future got introduced. Whenever Racks on Racks came out, March Madness. Oh, that's all. That's late. That's later. Listen, I don't know that many songs. And when was Migos Versace?
2: Well, not even Versace, because Versace was their breakout record. Migos was out before that. I, I'm not—and yeah. uh, if it's Migos, then then it's Migos? When was it? So that was their breakout record. So Migos, they probably came out around the same time. But right now, it's two years after. So No, 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 no.
0: Because you got to think, all of this stuff starts in Atlanta. No no question, no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, again, I only credited Future for it because he was the first one I heard do it, and I wasn't plugged into the Atlanta scene Like, uh, you know, obviously people in Atlanta, you, other people, super in hip hop. You guys know I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I know is everywhere I've traveled, I've heard people imitating Future. Now, I'm sure there's people imitating um, Drake as well, but Drake raps in a more traditional way. It's not so dissimilar to other rappers we've heard. Future is a unique type of sound, or maybe it was Migos, but that Atlanta sound is a completely unique type of sound that I've never heard in hip hop before. Maybe the closest was like, when you heard like the Hot Boys and like what's his face was, um, Hassan oh. um, McKeel, huh? I mean, there's it, a lot of people. I used to say Future. Juvenile was kind of rapping in that kind of almost mumble type of way. I guess what I'm saying is everywhere no, we've man, gone around the world,
0: rap his ass off.
2: <laughs> the first song, Ha, yeah. he rapped in the mumble style, no. and finishing every bar with ha, huh, just like just like Future does when he finishes every bar with whoa or finishes every bar <laughs> no, with whatever. What are you talking about? Have you heard the song, huh? Yes, it's not mumble rap. Can you put on fucking? I didn't even know the guy started rapping until two minutes into this. No, song. you can't
0: get past his. I thought accent. he was doing the un- introduction. You can't get past his accent, but that's not mumble rap. And 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 I used to say, I used to say Future took over T Pain's trap because T Pain right. was that guy that was doing that rapper singing shit with the auto tune. T Pain put Little Wayne on it in a lot of ways.
2: That's that's fair. I'm, I'm sure there's tons of influence in that regard. All I'm trying to say is the style of rap that was so dissimilar to anything else I've heard is replicated around the world. And while he might not be as famous as some of the huge rappers that are out there, his style has gotten into the fucking soil and has grown all these rappers globally. And it's like, yo, man, he needs well, listen, some credit tw- for that, 20, right? 20,
0: 20 years is a long number. Um, I did say on the, the year-end wrap-up, um, the pull up, I said the most influential uh rappers of the past decade were from Atlanta, but I give it a three headed monster. I say future, mm-hmm. I say the Migos, mm-hmm. I say Young Thug. Those three mm. influenced hip hop over the past ten years globally in a real, real, real way. Is those
2: three. I and I'm a big fan of Thug. Migos, Thug, and Future. And um and future and, and Migos. But um, I just see Thug as an even more elevated version of Future. Like, it's even more melodic, Um, even more musical, and using his voice as an instrument to an extreme. His voice,
0: I I, I don't know if it's more more, more of an elevated version of Future, but I do agree his voice is melodic. It's like an instrument. It's an instrument. It's just different. Like, all three of them, Young Thug, Migos, Future, they all do something very, very unique. When you hear Future, you know it's Future. Yes. When you hear something like Designer... Panda, you know he's trying to sound like future. future. Yes. When you hear Migos, you know it's Migos. When you hear somebody doing that, the, the, the flow, you know they're copying Migos. And you hear yeah. somebody trying to do the whole melodic thing song thing, you know they're trying to sound like Thug. So, yes. To me, those three influenced hip hop over the past decade in like a, no other.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. isn't that? I mean, I think it's so fucking <laughs> cool. Like I, I remember listening to Life Is Good. Do you listen to Life Is Good? Yes, I did listen to. Life And is. at first, I thought I liked Drake's verse better. I love the line working on a weekend like usual. Drake has these ways of like making he has these lines that will, like penetrate you and like you relate to them so much, right? You're like, "Fuck yeah." Why like, do you say penetrate that's out of my? Well, cuz I wouldn't think he would penetrate my butt. Mm. You know, mm. he would penetrate my heart. Got you. And my mind. Got you, got you, got you. You got know got what I mean? Got you, got you, got you. Penetrate my butt. But go. ahead, What are you say about Drake? And I was like, oh, this is great. And then after I listened to the future verse for a while, I was like, I don't know any of the lyrics. I cannot repeat any of the lyrics of that. I can tell you why you like the future verse better. Tell me why. Because the song wasn't about anything. Keep going. The song is all style,
0: no substance. Yes. So he's not talking about anything. I think you're insulting so, me, but keep no, no, going. No, no. So so there, there's really nobody better at creating style over substance in future. Yes. Like style it's like future can rap about
2: nothing and you'll love it. Is it is it possible that future is creating a similar feeling that classical music or even EDM music gives us which is he's riding the beat in a musical way. So the words that he's saying don't really matter as much as how he's riding the beat. That's been going on, though, right? Of course. So, and maybe that's why it's so much easier to connect to because style over substance. Boom. But I think that there is substance in that. I think that in itself is an art, right? Like, Uh, I mean, I would call. I mean, they,
0: they 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 have coined it swag rap. So it's about how you make somebody feel, as opposed to you know what you're saying making them feel something. Like when Drake says, "Working on the weekend." Like usual, yeah. Everybody who works on the weekend, every fast food employee so in the world is so fucking relatable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, that. That's what he said made you feel something and invoked an emotion that you already felt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, when, yeah. Nobody likes working on the fucking weekends. Yes. You know what I mean? You hate when you got to work Saturday or Sunday, or whatever. You want that day off. So I mean, I hate, love
2: that, but gone. But
0: you. That's different. all I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to but, it. But when yeah, you yeah. hear it, you're like, oh shit. You know, yeah. but Future is just going. You can't. I can't remember a line from that record.
2: I can't either. 100 grand on a pinky <laughs> ring, little bitch, whoa. And I'm sure he said that on a million different records. And I love it every time. Yeah, 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 and, yeah But yeah. there is something to just the sound of it that might be enough. Like maybe that same reason why we're, you know, so attracted to EDM. These EDM festivals draw, what, hundreds of thousands of people around the world. They fill up arenas. It's a feeling. It's a feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're tapping into the fucking heartbeat. They say it's like you're in the womb again when you're into an EDM song. And maybe he brings some of that... To rap, where you just kind of like bobbing your head to it. I don't care what you talk about. Talk about coke. Talk about perks. Talk about all these things. I'm not even listening. Just give me that fucking feeling, like you said, that beat. Bro, Atlanta been doing that for the past
0: 25, 30. Atlanta, people don't want to admit it. Atlanta had a way longer run than New York had. Way longer? Way longer. It's still running. New York had the late 80s up until about 2000. When did
2: hip-hop start? I
0: don't fucking know. 80s, 70s. Was it 80s, 70s, 80s 80s, or something like that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, and then it runs right into what? West Coast? Uh, West Coast came around. West Coast had they run like with the death
0: row stuff in early 90s. 90s. You know what I mean? But then East Coast took it back with the Biggies and the Wu-Tangs and the Nas'es. And then I think the next generation of New York with the Camerons and the Big Puns and the DMXs. Okay. And I think the early 2000s with the 50 Cents and the G Units. But, but there was
2: a Southern mo- moment there the too. South,
0: listen, the, the people talk, I tell people all the time, when it comes to that 94 Sauce Awards, the one where Suge Knight stood on that stage and Suge Knight said, if you don't want somebody dancing all in your videos, yada, yada, yada. Everybody already talked about the East Coast, West Coast beef. Yeah. But Andre 3000 got on that stage Yeah. and he said, the South, and they got booed. That's and he right. Said, he, said, he said, the South got something to say. And the South has not looked back since then. To like, from Outkast to Goody Mob, that's all Atlanta. Then you go into the whole crunk era. Then you got the whole trap the, the trap music that I grew up on. The T.I., the Jeezy, yeah. you know, Gucci Man, You got that era. Yeah. Now you got this era with Future and Migos and Thug, like yeah. 21 Savage. Like, come on, man. You ain't fucking with Atlanta. Yeah. Why are you not? It's kind of not even close. Bro, it's really There's not. no one even close. now. Now, when you talk about rappers, you know, I guess when you say rappers that were bigger, New York has
2: has has bigger rappers. You know what I mean? But Sto- they're not as influential stylistically. Nah. I feel don't they even knock some of the New York rappers for saying like, like even when French was coming up and popping, they're like, yeah, but you sound, you sound like you're from South. You sound like you're from down south you sound like you're from Atlanta. ASAP
0: Rocky, same thing. But that's Is oh, that what they said about ASAP? Oh yeah. But that's but that's just natural though. And the reason that's natural is because these this new generation of New Yorkers, they didn't grow up on they nah, grew up Wu on Tang. the South. They grew up on T.I., Jeezy, Gucci, Luda. They grew up on that.
2: So that's what their style was influenced by. But what, what intrigues me about the South is that they grew up on themselves but kept evolving, right? Yeah. So they, too, had the music from the West Coast. They, too, had the music from New York. But for whatever reason, they kept evolving within their own sound, right? Yes. And that's what I'm curious about. So... While the New Yorkers could have evolved within their own sound, they had tons of people to look up to. They could have had, they could look up to Biggie, they could look up Pac, Nas, all these people, right? Yes. I can tell you why. Yeah, why is
0: that? This is my, I can't tell you why, but this is my theory. Um, Because rappers from down South aren't busy judging other rappers from down South about what's real hip hop and what's not real
2: hip hop. Mm. So New York had
0: a sound. In the late 80s, they had a sound in the 90s that they felt like if anybody wasn't doing... That's not real hip-hop. It wasn't real hip-hop. So therefore,
2: some of the artists might have been afraid to evolve. You understand what I'm saying? That's interesting. Because you know? if you if you move out of this sound, yeah. now you're not real hip-hop. We care so much about being real hip-hop... Absolutely. ...in Absolutely. New York because it's it, an identity thing.
0: That's why this new generation of New York artists had extreme success. That's why Nicki Minaj had success. French Montana, yeah. A$AP Rocky, Cardi B... The Akashi Snitch 9. Like, that's why all of these people, <laughs> this is why they had success. Because okay. they weren't limiting themselves to what real New York hip-hop is. So, But then again, you got Griselda now, and Griselda is all 100% real New York hip-hop. Like, right. j- denim, jean, shorts, and Timberlands in the summertime yeah. real hip-hop. Yeah, And people love that shit. It's
2: refreshing to some people. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting that, like, when you give yourself some freedom to be creative, you can constantly keep evolving and then control the narrative. And those people who are restricted in their creativity can't be the influencers. No. Like you cannot be an influencer if you are doing what everybody else is doing or has done. No. And that's why you can't be the old guy. Why is the South so open to it? Then Why why is the South, is it, is there more musicality there? Like what is it about the South that Mm -hmm. like, it goes, Hey, you want to dress like a girl I think when you're getting shitted on by everybody else,
0: you know you have no choice but uh, to the, the lock arms as a collective. And after you lock arms as a collective, you know you, you're not you, you're not you're not gonna do to somebody else what they what was done to you. Cause like outcast got booed at the Source Awards. You know what I'm saying? And it's not yeah. like you know when you when you talking about somebody wearing a dress like Andre 3000 did that. Right? The young Thug can do that. CeeLo did that so Young Thug can do that. Like, they've been taking those kind of chances as far as clothing. Fucking CeeLo had on a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and, and the musicality part might be something too, though. Because, I mean, look at somebody like CeeLo and how diverse he is. CeeLo started off with Goody Mob, who made one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time, Soul Food. Then he did the Nas Barkley and the Danger about shit. Had a number one single with Fuck You. Like, think about how all, it, how yeah. different all of these sounds were. Like, yeah. I just don't think they're afraid. And, and being that they don't have nobody knocking them, you know, saying "Oh, that ain't real Atlanta," or, "Yo, that ain't real Florida," or, "That ain't real crunk." Like they just,
2: they just keep growing and they keep evolving. Do you think the South like embraces instrumentation more? Like when I was growing up in New York, it's not like there were fucking instruments in public school. You know, like I don't know. That's a good question. I would think so. You go to New Orleans,
0: right? New Orleans is bounce right, music. non nonstop, and, brass and, and, everywhere. Yeah, and you hear that in Manny Fresh's Beats.
2: Somebody said, I forget who it was when we were down there. I was just in New Orleans. It was fucking amazing, man. Love that city. One of the most unique cultural cities on the planet. We yeah. have it right here Love in America. You. Go check it out. But um, And somebody said, I forget who, you know how like when you're a kid in New York, you play basketball. That's what we play, right? When you're a kid in New Orleans, you play trombone. Yeah, you yeah, play yeah, the yeah. drums. Like, that is their sport. Yeah, even when somebody dies, they do the line. And it's a, what What did, what did somebody say it was? It, it, it's not, Kaz was talking about this. It, it it's wasn't. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah. It's, it's a going off party. Yeah, You're going yeah, yeah, off yeah. to heaven. Yeah. Going home party. Yeah. You're going home to heaven. It's like, man, it is such an amazing, amazing fucking. Yeah. Everything is music. That's why experience. Manny Fresh
0: don't get the credit he deserves. Manny Fresh is like an, one of the best hip hop producers of all time. Right. But for whatever reason, he don't get that 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 recognition. But, I don't know, maybe maybe they are a little bit more musical in the South. Maybe it is a little bit more instrumentation. Yeah. I'm
2: not sure. I, I just, I just am curious. I think that you hit it on the head with the identity thing. Like, we got so microscopic in terms of what real hip-hop was. Instead of letting the shit grow and evolve. And you know what? We've done that in comedy too. Talk to me. I feel like the New York comedy scene has really struggled because we've had such a small view about what comedy is can be. And the West Coast scene has just destroyed us. They've just taken it to a whole nother level because they haven't had one single goal like New York comics have. New York comics have one single goal. Get past it, a comedy seller, and then that makes you. And... Even when I was really young, that was the greatest accomplishment I had getting past the seller, but I never looked at it as an end-all, be-all. I was like, oh, no, that's the best gym where I could work out so I could go do these theaters and arenas later on in my career, right? And the West Coast scene, they could never make a living doing just stand-up in the city like we can in New York. You can make just enough to get by getting paid doing spots in New York, just enough, barely. In the West Coast, they couldn't, so they were forced to find these other things, podcasts, Find web series, really you make a community, maybe in the same way the South was. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, hey, let's let's see what else we can bring into this. Let's see why we don't have to have this one singular focus and singular goal to just barely get by. Let's be communal, let's collab, let's help each other. Where New York is everybody fighting for scraps.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you can't help
2: each other. And that's the thing that I
0: see. Yo, by the way, that's a good point. I, I see that in every industry. I see that in radio too. What you mean? It's the same thing. Like, uh, I I don't know about the scrapping and everybody fighting for each other, but just the fact that, um, you know, everybody looks at radio one way. You know what I'm saying? And being that they look at it one way, they don't want to evolve the culture of radio. That's why I think, you know, podcasts were able to come in and body shit. Body shit. You know what I mean? Even YouTube come in and body shit. YouTube did that with TV. You know what I mean? Like, people weren't, they, they were so stuck in what we do. No, we do TV. YouTube is YouTube, we do TV. We do radio, radio is radio. Like, they just, everybody's stuck in their ways until you look around and you like, um, guys, that thing that was behind us?
2: The ways changed.
0: It's right, bias. I think I'm starting to see some ass. I think I'm starting to see some ass. So it's just like, yo, you got to grow and you got to evolve with, with with the way things are. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. some people
2: are just very, very afraid of change. They are. That's what it is. We is. They're afraid of change because they're afraid of failing in the new form of media or the new form of their business, wherever they are. So they shit on the new version of it because they don't think they can do it. And it's Boom. easier to criticize than collaborate. It's way easier to criticize than innovate. And the,
0: that's why yo, you,
2: the OG, put
0: your arm around it, son. It's so it's it,
2: literally it's so, so easy. easy. Put your arm around bro, it. I remember early on when we were doing um, Brilliant Idiots, and like people would take clips of idiots and they'd repost them on like different blogs and that kind of shit like that. And uh, I remember asking you. Yeah, oh yeah, we gotta bring that up. But I remember asking you, I'd be like, yo, so should we like notify these people? Cause they're like taking the podcast and like they're putting it on, on their you know YouTube pages and that kind of shit. And then you go, uh, you go, no, why? And I was like, well, you know, it's, it's ours. Like they're just taking it, they're not even asking permission. And he goes, and you go, and you go, this is before you even understood, I feel like, where podcasting was going and shit. And you were like, uh, it's free promo. I yeah, go, what do you it? mean? He goes, you want people to talk. Yeah, share you that want, shit. Share that shit. Yeah. And from then on, I was like, oh, I had too small I had the scraps mentality, right? I said, like, oh, I gotta keep all my mm-hmm. all my food on my plate. Don't take nothing off my plate. But the second you're like, no, nah, everybody here have the buffet. Share it, shit. man. That's how shit grows. That was
0: my old men- my mentality with Breakfast Club. I don't give a fuck if World Star posting our shit. I used to Hope. have knockdown drag out fights with iHeart Digital Team. Leave those websites alone. Let them post our shit, yeah, go, please yeah. now, when you have your own shit, when you got like youtube like when you when you're established and you have a YouTube, yeah, yeah. Nah, you might stop it then.
2: Yeah, only because maybe if they're doing the whole thing. But if they're just doing a piece on Instagram, run yeah, yeah, well, yeah, with yeah, it. Like yeah. let
0: them do, let them have that. Yo, and by yeah. the way, some companies will take your shit off Instagram. Stupid. It's I, it, I don't I don't get it. Like it's let people share it. That's what you want. Yeah. Like you can't have, you can't have these conversations about it. hope it goes viral and then, and then you're it goes viral. You try go- to contain it. <laughs> Ain't no containing viral, motherfucker. Like viral is viral for a reason. Once it's out there, it's out there. It's gone. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. That's it.
2: What was you let's pay some bills and then come back to Prince Harry. What's his name? Yep, Prince Harry. Okay. And make hey guys. Turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more, Squarespace is the tool for you with beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself. SquareSpace is powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online, and analytics help you grow your site in real time. You do not have a business if you do not have a website. Simple as that. I don't care. I do not care what you do. You need a website, okay? You need a home, a place where people can trust that you have a real business. I don't care if you have a law firm. I don't care if you're selling lemonade. It doesn't matter. They are going to Google you and make sure that you have an enterprise, that you have a foundation. And right now, everything is digital. So put your digital foundation up. Use Squarespace. You get that domain, if you need it, from Squarespace. They'll help you. They got 24-7 award-winning customer support, okay? Everything is optimized for mobile. That's where people go to websites now. So make sure your website is optimid, optimized for mobile. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com idiot for a free trial. That's free. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot and you save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com idiot. The offer code is idiot. Go do it. Now let's get back to the no, show. No, let's pay some more bills. Oh, let's pay why some not? more bills.
1: Shit. We, we kicked here. the
2: fuck up with
0: we these liberals, baby. Know I mean? You know what I'm saying? You ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? Because motherfuckers is stuck in the 90s. That's why. Uh. All right? And they were never meant to be worn that way, okay? Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. That's right. <laughs> untucked it. Is the brand you've been looking for. <laughs> I know the jokes that you
1: wanna
2: make. <laughs> Yo, but if I, but, but, but if, I, if I if I say I know, <laughs> look at that laugh. Look at that laugh. If, if I say I know, then, then you don't have to say it and we can get through that because I know where you wanna go. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's the original untucked shirt. A modern solution to an old problem
0: with no tucking or tailoring required. No matter no your tailoring? size. No tailoring? No tailoring.
2: <laughs> no Oh, I was thinking a different type of tailoring. You know, a little cut and sew. Oh, no a little custom. No, no, <laughs> a little cut and sew, A little cut and sew. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the
0: perfect untucked length. Have you been frustrated with shirt buying in the past? How has Untucked changed your shirt shopping experience? What do you like most about Untucked compared to other brands? Okay, well. well we want to know. We do want to know. With more than 50 combinations, Untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. How well does Untucked fit your frame? What did you think about the material design and color options? Have you even browsed online? Have you checked out the brick-and-mortar stores? Look, we're trying to help you, man. What did you like most about the shopping experience, okay? Listen, just go do it. Don't take my word for it. Try and tuck it for yourself. Visit Untuckit.com and use code IDIOTS for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's Untuckit, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. Promo code IDIOTS for 20% off your first order. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, Prince Harry, yeah. Meghan Markle. What's your take? Uh, At first, when I first heard that they were doing this, I was like, all right, we'll give all the money back. You know what I'm saying? Because taxpayers in London, they built their house. I think it was like $3 million. I heard that they're giving that money back. Cool. When I heard that they, um, you know, wanted to come to the States or Canada, wherever they're at right now, first thing I said to myself, if they're looking for privacy, they're not going to get it. Paparazzi is going to be all over them, no matter where they go. And I also said, when you're Prince Harry... Megan might be different, but when you're Prince Harry, your whole life you've been royalty, bro. Mm. Your whole life, you know, you've been waiting on hand and foot. Your whole life you've experienced levels of entitlement and privilege that we can only dream of. Yeah. That shit's only gonna last three months. You want to be regular, my bro. That's true. Uh, you, might, you might run back to it. You go, you're going to, he's gonna be at the Western Union like Simeon coming to America, <laughs> begging the Queen to send him a million dollars. Right. Okay? So I, I, I give this shit, this is a phase they're going through. I give him about three to six months before he's back in the royal kingdom. Really? Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, do you think that
0: he wants to do this or do you think Megan wants to do this? Listen, happy wife, happy life. Thanks. So. It don't matter what he that. wants. If this is what Megan wants, I mean, he had to go along with it, you know? And plus, yeah. though, we don't know the ins and outs of the royal family. Yeah. That shit may not be all as cracked up to be. Right. It may sound good thinking that, you know, you're getting your royal penis cleaned by a bunch of different women all the time, but that right. might
2: not be what they, they into. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So. I doubt they still have that practice. I don't know if they ever had it. Yeah. No, they definitely had it back in the day. Really? Oh, of course. Oh. There was a royal car cleaner.
0: I was watching Bill Maher this weekend. <laughs> Bill Maher had an um, interesting take. Bill Maher said, where are all of the woke warriors? All of these people who claim to be so progressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wh- why why, why are y'all still letting people run around calling themselves royals? You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, we need to take away that name.
2: You need to take away the name royal. Like, Why? Because he said- uh, What if someone said to Bill Maher, hey, uh, I know you identify as the chosen people, being Jewish, but eh, you should take away that name as the chosen. It maybe. makes people feel unchosen. That's maybe. wrong.
0: I mean, I'm listening, and I might be misquoting him, <laughs> but he basically was saying that, you know, there's nothing more unequal than being called a royal, and people bowing to you and saying your highness and all of this other shit. So he was like, you know, where are the woke warriors to take that away if we- having all these conversations about equality and inclusion and shit. Mm. And I, I'm probably misquoting him, but it was, in it's, listen, it's brilliant it is. We're in the ballpark.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know no, what I, mean? I hear you. I got I to gotta see exactly what he said. Yeah. Because um, Bill Maher annoys me. Really? Yeah. I with, love Bill Maher. Ah, it's just annoying. It's like, it's so like, it's so like detached and privileged, some of his takes, especially on religion. Like You don't what, believe in God. I know, but it's annoying. It's like, he's a rich guy who has tons of money to do whatever he he wants, and he lives in the first world to do that, right? And he's screaming at the top of his lungs that God doesn't exist. And then some poor person that's going to spell their entire life maybe being hungry, maybe they got to get a job cleaning some fucking pots or something like that, and their whole life they literally have nothing, and they're just hoping they get to go to heaven. He's like, hey, guess what? You don't even get that. But he don't know either, though. That's my thing. So then shut the fuck up. But, but it's Why are you like, going to take away the one thing that poor person is looking forward think, to? It's I, like a I, douchey thing to do. I think it's just
0: an opinion. I think I think all of us have to realize that everybody just has their opinion. Everybody has their different worldviews. If Bill Maher chooses to be an atheist, cool. If you choose to be a full-blown Christian who believes in
2: God, great. Like, right. It's Neither is right, neither is wrong. None of us know. Like I, I can't. I'm just saying, it's an easy place to come from. Like being rich and going, there is no God. It's like it's really easy, and it's almost arrogant because you're like, "Hey, I did this all myself. I get all the credit. Like God gets none of the credit for where I'm at right now. I made it. I feel like it's almost it's. I feel like it's almost a selfish version. Like people who have extreme success and like extreme luck. I feel like you should almost give it up to God more. Listen,
0: I believe in God. I'm a God-fearing person. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not gonna knock you if you don't. All I'm going to tell you is, God bless you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You
0: know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, yo, I really hope you're right. Because, boy, if you're
2: wrong, (laughs) if you're wrong, based off everything I've read in Scripture, why are you gonna have hell on your hands? Doesn't it seem weird? Like, why do you need to say that to folks, man? It's just I don't know. But I I, I Why do you wanna take away he, the thing that the, that he, means so much to them? Like, why why do you want to remove that if, from them? If and you like, watch his show, he's not pushy about it though. Man, he did a whole documentary called Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Whatever. And, like, and after religious. he did that, like he's he's not pushy about it. Like he'll like even if it comes up on the show, people will be like, Well, yeah, I know you don't believe in God. And he'd be like, eh? Yeah. He don't. He don't. As long as that's the yeah, the yeah Angle he's not, now. He's so not. I retract.
2: You. Yeah, I retract what I said. Then, uh, if he's changed his ways. But there was a time I when heard I thought, of him on Rogan. Yet. He's on Rogan now. Yeah, he's, he's on, on Rogan He did Rogan. I, I was watching a little bit. He said he never. Um, he said he never thought Cosby was funny.
0: I can't sit here and act like I did either. Oh, you'd never thought I mean, thought it depends it what you're talking about. I like the
2: Cosby Show. No, he's like, I never thought the show was good, and I never thought it was Oh, no, nah, he's bugging on funny. that
0: now. Nah. Cosby Show was great. Yeah, I
2: mean, whatever. It
0: does. Cosby Show was great. I don't know yeah. if it's, I don't, I mean, listen, the Cosby Show is great. I don't know what yeah. to tell him, but I, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, was it great because of Bill, though? Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, yeah, great. he produced it, I'm sure. He... But I never watched his stand up. I never watched I Spy, none of that shit like that. Yeah. I never, but to be honest with you, I never
2: checked for anything other than Fat Albert and fucking yeah. Cosby Show. I never even checked it that. I don't know. It's just an interesting take I, that I find like the people that are like staunchly atheists, they're all like really wealthy. Like all these like real hardcore atheists like scream at the top of their lungs. And, nah, like, I know
0: some I know some middle, middle, middle class atheists. I'm, I The mean, ones the that people are I
2: famous. Knew- the, the famous Oh, ones, okay. The, yeah, the like first, the celebrity
0: yeah. atheists. The first people all, I knew that didn't believe in God weren't even famous at all. They were just regular people. Like, right.
2: Yeah. Say what? They believe what in What do themselves. I believe in? I, I honestly don't know. I thought you was an
0: atheist for a while.
2: No, I've never been... Uh, And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't raised with any religion, so I can't say that I'm religious, but I, I, I like the idea of there being something else out there. I don't know if it's a higher power. I don't know if it's an organized religion. Like, yeah, like maybe, maybe agnostic. agnostic. Ain't that the shit in the car? No, but you know why I'm not agnostic? Because like, I think agnostic is like, I believe in God. I just don't know which religion is right, essentially. So maybe it is that, but I I don't even think God is one religion. I think that, I think God, I think these are people, I think religion in its best form, like the most altruistic form, not in a version of religion that's trying to like maybe control people, et cetera. I think the most kind and warm version of religion is people who understood uh, their relationship with God or the universe, or whatever it is. And they were like, hey, if we do these things, we feel better. If you, And they tried to share those things with other people so they would feel better too. And when those other people didn't do it, they were like, all right, motherfucker, just do it and you'll go to heaven. But really, what do they say? Faith is in the works or something like yeah, that? Faith or, without works is dead. It, I really think that the heaven actually exists in life if you do these things, oh, I believe opposed that. to suffer your whole life and then you get this heaven afterwards. I feel like you can create your
0: own. Personal hell, you can create your own personal heaven. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, think you, yeah. I think you can have physical hell, physical heaven. Emotional hell, emotional heaven. Spiritual hell, spiritual heaven. You know, mental hell, mental heaven. I just right. think it's about the kind of work that you want to do on yourself while you're here. But I, I I agree with you. Like, I don't think God is one religion either because if you really believe in God, then you see God in all things. Yes, you don't look at a, a yeah. Muslim and say, oh, he's not God. Right. You don't look at a Christian and say, oh, he's not God. You don't look at a Jewish man and say, oh, he's not God. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't even look at an atheist and say, oh, that's not God. Because if you believe in God, it doesn't matter what they believe. Right. I see the God in you, even if you don't believe that God exists. Right. So, and, 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 yo, God created all of us in his image according to his likeness. Who says we're all, not all images of God? 100%. Who says God ain't sitting back looking like, look at these stupid motherfuckers.
2: motherfuckers arguing over yet. the same shit. You know what I mean? Like you never
0: gave these motherfuckers' free will.
2: But isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All like, these religions arguing over the same shit. Like 90% of everyone is the same. Don't hurt people. Don't steal. Don't kill people. Don't do all this other shit. And you all going to kill each other over the same... Literally, you agree on... N- Politicians don't even agree on this much shit. Nah. You know nah, what I nah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's
0: crazy. Yeah, it's cra- and by the way, every religion, the root, the root of what you all believe in is the same thing. God. That's it. (laughs) It don't matter how you get there, how many times you pray to him a day. Do you believe in this you all believe in this one entity Mm. called God? Mm. That should be it. Yeah. Like that should be it. Fuck fuck the practices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you don't do field service. Oh, you don't pray five times a day. Oh, you're circumcised. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Doesn't circumcision have to do with something?
2: Yes. Jews, Muslims get circumcised. Some clean looking cocks out there in the Middle East. Ain't no sand caught in that dick. <laughs> oh my god! What if that's why they did it? What if that was the only reason? Is it sand this was getting fucking, caught in dicks? This desert is in my dick. Desert in your dick. <laughs> your girl's like, stop it, honey. You got desert dick. And you're like, all right, hold on. Let me get rid of that shit. What if that was the whole reason? Oh, man, mixing
0: with the smegma. Can you imagine oh, those little grains of sand with the smegma? So painful under that
2: foreskin. So painful because they didn't have beds, right? right? What do you mean they're sleeping right there on the in sand? The <laughs> I think the the cutting the dick off <laughs> was just about Getting yeah, sand out of the fucking dick so you could please your girl. Oh, man. It don't what, matter how wet a pussy, is, sand gonna dry it up. What if in order to clean the shmegma, they used to just air out their dicks
0: and let the camels lick the shmegma off? Son, they do <laughs> got a long tongue. That tongue could get in there. Really what could. if the hump in the camel is years and years of shmegma <laughs> because
1: they can't digest it? It just sits there. It just sits. There. It's shmegma and sand. Well, that's shmegma what and sand. Yes. Yo!
2: We figured out camel humps, bro. We figured out camels. We figured out (laughs) circumcised dicks. Yo, think about it. Nobody who doesn't come from sand has a circumcised dick. (laughs) Right? All these people in Europe, ain't no sand in Europe. They don't got circumcised dicks. That's Shannon and smegma, bro. It's a deadly
0: combination.
2: It really is for the girl. Led to circumcision. (laughs) For the fucking girl. It's all considered for the girl. Come on, dude. (laughs) Taylor, Google that. (laughs) <laughs> Just
0: Google sand and uncircumcised penis. And it I want to see be. what comes up. It has to it be, ha- yo, bro. It has to it fucking has to be. be. It's a to Tell me, it has to be, man. Yeah, uh, Michaela's birthday is today. Ah, come here, Michaela. She's thirty-seven today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, she's not.
0: Yeah, she is. Stop playing. Thirty-seven, bro. It's almost over
2: for Michaela. You're 37, thirty-seven today. How old? I'm Twenty-seven. Congratulations. How Do we you have feeling? this mic on right there? Oh.
0: Happy birthday, Michaela. Thank you. Just brought you in for a little eye candy, you know what I'm saying? I was just sitting observing. Give you cash app or something, maybe you get a dollar. Hey. I'm serious. I hear that? <laughs> Can I solicit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you fuck a nigga who had? Uh, whoa, dude! Penis? Whoa! We zero to <laughs> No, <laughs> dude! We zero. Whoa! Okay. Would you have that sexual relations do that to you, man? Man,
1: shut up! What kid. the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you have sexual relations with a man who had sand and schmegma in his uncircumcised penis? Yes.
1: No, but I've I have experienced like a guy like when he takes off his pants, I saw like it was uncircumcised. And what did you do? I, Abort mission. Hold on. No. Stop. <laughs> abort mission. But
2: it looks like a pussy and you, are, you hook up with girls.
1: No, it does not. It looks like a turtleneck.
2: Yeah, that's what a pussy looks like. No, a loose turtleneck. Uh, no. No way. <laughs> not
1: bro. mine. What the hell? A you loose... ever seen a pussy on a... Ha-
2: a pussy. You ever seen a turtleneck on a hanger? <laughs> I think it's something you need to tell us, bro. A turtleneck on a hanger. <laughs> a turtleneck on a hanger is not, is not a, filled up, a, so it folds this way and it just looks like a pussy. No way, Jose! Y'all don't hang your turtlenecks. So
0: listen.
1: Well, now I'm questioning the pussies that you
0: <laughs> yeah, interacted well, listen, with. Listen, I'm trying to think who got I've you. I've seen bro. at least two pussies heard, in like, my roast, day. Roast beef.
1: <laughs> like that.
0: Do we need to do like another Untuck It commercial? Real quick. I'm not gonna lie.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm not upset if the pussy look like the hotel bed after you kick it open. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you know, the hotel bed all tucked in under the mattress, and then you just get in there like, I'm getting comfy today. That should be tight. Too, that should bro. be tight. You got to kick it open, bro. Give me some labia, Holiday and Express. There's
0: nobody that can walk into a hotel bedroom and grab it with one hand and pull it back. Oh, I promise you, you're going to have to be like, you're going to have to move them big ass pillows and grab that shit and pull it back with two hands. I fucking promise you, bro. My God. Anyway, so, yeah,
2: we were <laughs> we were saying before Charlotte came in with the most uh, really forceful question. That was like... It was so strong. That was a strong question? Yeah. Was, like Stormzy's accent strong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fucking... Eh? Will smack my accent on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> So well, we were well, we just talking about it. I know, but for whatever reason, when we were talking about it, it was like it was like oh, an Arabian man. night, you know what I mean? It was smooth and cool, you know. But then you came with that different energy. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You, do what? What? Ask her what? Oh, about the sand and the dick have you ever had no, sand in oh, have, <laughs> have you ever had sand in your vagina from going to the beach and maybe humping a sand
1: in it that's a little intense like on it and you gotta like wash, wash yourself it off, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah but in it, it's like what do you
2: but you don't have schmegma though you girls don't have schmegma but they yeah.
0: have um discharge but discharge don't cause things to stick inside you I would think the schmegma would cause things to stick inside you
1: i I wouldn't know
0: it's just your birthday
2: yeah, we just wanted to give you a little love on your birthday.
0: That's all.
1: Hey,
2: thanks for bringing this show to we a screeching halt. We want all
0: men with uncircumcised penises to cash out. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's like a lot. You got to peel it back like a banana. What's wrong with bananas? Potassium. No, I'm good. I'm good. Listen,
2: would you? do you expect birthday sex on your birthday? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow! Do you expect a guy to go down on you on your birthday?
1: I expect a guy to go down on me every time. I come have on, a come on,
2: yo, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> come on, come on, yo, that's crazy. That's a crazy if thing I to say. If I gotta get you right, you gotta get me right.
2: Nah.
0: So, so, so listen. Did y'all want birthday sex before Jeremiah's song? Or did Jeremiah's song? <laughs>
1: when did that song drop? I'm trying to think if to I Want to
0: have birthday sex?
1: It was I a version when I. 2006. Were you a virgin? I was still a virgin. So you that don't didn't remember have to do with it. Okay. But I was definitely like dry humping at house parties.
0: That's crazy. Does he know he's fucking tonight?
1: Who? Whoever you having birthday sex with? I would love to have birthday sex. I'm not probably not gonna get any. You're not gonna oh. get any birthday date? No, oh. I don't do like randoms. Why not? I have like birthday sex like when I have a man.
2: Got Why not you. do a random though? Why not every once in a while like, just I don't roll the like dice? Hookups. Why not? Um, it's hard for you to get uh, vulnerable
1: with another person? <laughs> no,
0: uncircumcised just, penises look like melted birthday candles? Yo, fam.
1: Yes. Oh, they what? do, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how we got this back. What? Up. I don't know what your obsession is with it's that It's just today. all
0: correlation. That's all yeah. birthday, smegma,
2: candles.
1: <laughs> let's pay some bills. <laughs> yeah, let's pay
2: some bills, guys. For decades, Bill Cosby brought warmth and laughter into the hearts across the country, cementing his image as America's dad. The lovable, sweater-clad Cliff Huxtable from the Cosby Show was the perfect disguise for hiding who he really Man. was. until a- that last di- that last
0: a- line, I was like, "This is a tone deaf advertisement." <laughs> I was like, "Who ordered this one, Camille?"
2: Like- <laughs> <laughs> a brand new podcast from the Los Angeles Times Chasing Cosby is the definitive take on the rise and fall of Bill Cosby featuring interviews with over a dozen survivors The series is steered by the first hand accounts of the encounters with the real Bill Cosby the lawyers the prosecutors the jurors the survivors and for the first time on her own Andrea Constand are all finally speaking out as one Chasing Dude. Cosby it is bro Hosted by Nicole G Egan, she needs to just go by Egan. The lead investigative journalist reporting on the Cosby case since the beginning, her relationship with him dates back to the early '80s when she turned the Cosby Show to cope. When she turned to the Cosby Show to cope with the family tragedy, and when the accusations began emerging, she got to the truth first. She listened to each story and got to making calls, asking questions, reviewing evidence, fielding threats from layers, and writing article after article to bring Cosby's dark past to light. In 2005, the allegations were first unleashed. Cosby emerged unscathed, protected by a carefully coordinated media strategy and bolstered by society and judicial system that did little to support women coming forward. But then, in 2014, a little-known comedian...
0: ...named Hannibal fucking Burris, because he's not named in this ad. But Hannibal is going to always get that credit for what he did to Bill Cosby. Hannibal, you will never escape this. Okay? <laughs> All right. They give Hannibal credit that he don't even want.
2: (laughs) Straight up. Fueled by social media, changed everything. Subscribe right now to Chasing Cosby on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. Go on your podcast app and subscribe to Chasing Cosby. That's C-H-A-S-I-N-G Cosby, C-O-S-B-Y. What if it was a woman out there that, you know,
0: wanted the Me Too Hannibal? Whoa. She got to make a decision, right? She really do. Can't take Hannibal out.
2: Because Tana- Hannibal, Hannibal took got the out the... Hannibal got the ball rolling. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. Hannibal bought... The... What's this? this? Happy 300th episode. Is this the 300th, 300th episode? Oh, shit. Who the fuck knew? <laughs> We done did 300 episodes? Damn, yo. Oh, no? yeah, it's time to cash the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Make the phone call. It's time to cash the fuck out. Wow. I don't know we did 300 episodes? That's all? <laughs> That's all. It felt like more. Hold on, let me think, right? So 50, 52 weeks That's Six weeks years, in a year. bro. Six fucking years. Have we bro. been doing this six years? We've been ahead of the curve on this podcast thing for six years. I just saw Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has only been doing it for 10 years. I mean, I say only, but he's been doing he's it, been it for 10, 10 years. 10
2: years. 10 years. So it's
0: just like, yo. That's how new podcasts are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. We early. It feels good to be ahead of the curve and not, you know, trying to play catch up Facts. with motherfuckers. Facts. You all bought in man. more cake after I told y'all how, <laughs> how depressed that goddamn Michaela birthday cake made me. And you bought in more motherfucking cake. made by the same people? Oh, yeah, it is. Is That's it made, the made the same by the cake. same motherfucking people?
2: Hey, hey, Charlemagne. You know, if, if you don't want to eat that cake, There's a place we could sell it. You know where? Where? Mercari. Mercari? Mercari. It's 2020, and guess what? All that stuff in your home, including the cake for your 300 episode that you didn't use in 2019, it's still there, taking up space. We could sell a cake on Mercari. Wow. Don't let another year go by. Sell it on Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes selling almost anything fast and easy, Okay. Here's where you begin. Just go through your home, find all the stuff that you didn't use in 2019. I believe we're using this cake. The phone in the drawer, these jeans you only wore once, that handbag hiding in the back of your closet. List. Listing, the, baby. List them. List them. Takes minutes. It just takes minutes. You had a stroke? What I happened? think I almost had a stroke, bro. Strokes are contagious I, you know, in this room. <laughs> I have coming. one some weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was going good. Bro, I wasn't
2: hit me, dog. I think that, that smell of that cake got me. <laughs> Anyway, just listen. It only takes a few minutes. You can take a few pics, Description, boom. Your item's up there for millions of buyers on that. Mercari will even email you a shipping label when it sells. Everything ships from there so no awkward meetups with strangers. That's a pain in the ass. When you're selling on any of these other platforms, you got to go to a Starbucks and like look strangers in the eyes hoping they're the one that's going to buy your old sneakers or something. Don't do that. Let Mercari handle it, all right? <laughs> Over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating, so why not give it a try? Ring in the new year with less stuff in your home and more money in your pocket with Mercari. That's M E R C A R I, Mercari, Mercari the selling app.
0: All right, we got a few more things I want to discuss. First of all, I want to say um, leave Delonte West the fuck alone. Yes. I I, I, I don't understand how y'all... I, I, get, I get jokes on social media, man, but when you see somebody that is clearly going through something, that has clearly been through something, yes. how the fuck can y'all be so quick to kick that person when they are already down. And that's why I'm so big on mental health. That's why I'm so big on, you know, telling people to invest in their mental wealth and and I'm going to continue to be a mental health advocate because clearly that brother was experiencing, he's been dealing with bipolar or some type of schizophrenia or something all his life. Both of them. That he didn't get the help for and being that he didn't get the help for it, it drove him to this. And I tell people all the time, man, I started going to therapy three years ago because I did not want to go crazy. Because it don't matter... Yeah. what your race is, no matter yeah. what your religion is, no matter what your gender is, no matter what your status in life is, yeah, bruh, when that shit hits you up here, mm-hmm. ain't nothing you could do but hold on and pray to that God you don't believe in, Mr. Atheist. All right? <laughs> I'm serious, man. And by that, the way, yeah. you might get to that point where that's the only thing you can see is God. We don't know what those those, those, those people are thinking in their minds. You know what I mean? All I'm saying is... All of them say God's talking to them. All of them say God's talking Even to the them. Even the atheist ones go crazy. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So I don't know how y'all can just make jokes about Delante West so easily because we don't really understand the brain the way that we think we understand the brain. We don't understand neurology like we think we understand neurology, so we don't even know how you got to that point. Mm. We all know people that, you know, we grew up with perfectly normal, Then all of a sudden it's just like you, gradually over time you just see things breaking down the way they just lose it, and you're like, what the f- Happened to my brother, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so it's like, yo, you got to get people help. And I've seen people be in those dark places and get out. You know, I, I yeah, I've, I've, I've talked about a homie I grew up with who, you know, went away to the he went in the army, went away to war, came back was you know he walking around barefoot, no shirt on. Like we didn't we didn't know if he was on drugs. He was just yeah. fucked up. But yeah. he got out of that dark place. You know how to get out? I've never really had the conversation with him, man, to know how he got out. Mm. That is a conversation. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring my guy. On. I'm gonna bring your Ruben on the podcast. Let's do it. I ain't talk to your in a minute. I need to hit your up. No, I don't want to slice the cake. Son, it's I'm the 300 episode anxiety son, and, depression, come on. and you going to give me something that you know makes me depressed. Son, no, it's the 300 episode, bro. You got to gain some no, weight, man. I had some of it. But listen, leave Delonte Oh my the god. Really? <laughs> give me a little piece, Taylor. This son- <laughs> That's oh, a little, my just, God. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little schmidgen. I used to sneak into my cousin Gloria's house when I was a kid, and she mm-hmm. used to have this German chocolate cake, and I would cut, like, this super thin slice. It was so thin you could almost
2: see through it. So no one knew.
0: <laughs> that's a big piece.
2: You deserve it, bro. She's
0: almost big as McKayla. Hold on.
2: Hold
0: on, let me get a bite. 300 fucking episodes. I'm telling y'all right now, man. Brilliant is selling out this year, goddammit. Let's go! I'm letting you know right now. Mm. Okay, we've been doing this shit for six years. We paid off fucking dues. Mm. We kept it real long enough. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right? Okay. All right. Oh, this guy is delicious, bro.
1: Once this shit ain't come, good as
0: the other one. Stop it. There's not. But I don't know that, so. Yeah, it's not as good as the other now one. You
2: just ruined it for me.
0: Happy 300. You know how I know it's not good as the other one? How? I, I threw it away. Yeah, but you already had two pieces. The other You're one, right. you were hungry. I took a couple bites. <clears throat> but 300 episode, man. I don't know what to tell y'all, but thank you. Six fucking years. And y'all been listening to us every goddamn week. It's really amazing. You know what I mean? With us through all the ups, through all the motherfucking downs. Yep. You know what I'm saying? This fucking podcast that's literally about nothing. <laughs> 300 episodes, we've had 10 guests. <laughs> right? If that, you know what I mean? But I like it, and the reason I like it it's because i've always said i like coming to i like coming to do this podcast because it's not like any other platform that i have and we just really get to express ourselves in a real way i actually hate when y'all be in the comments telling us how stupid we sound sometimes
2: because we told you that from the jump. It's the,
0: called the brilliant fucking idiots. All right? we, we, we it's, it's, Sometimes you might hear something and you might like, go, Yo, that shit sounds brilliant. Yeah. Sometimes you might hear something and that shit sounds idiotic. It's just two people in this room kicking shit. That's it. Trying to figure this thing called life out. That's all.
2: What was your expectation?
0: What, was, how, what you did
2: have, you think? Exactly. You mad at Popeye's when the chicken gets served?
0: That's what I'm saying. Don't get mad at me because you see the title Brilliant Idiots and you decide, well, this must mean I can get some brilliancy and I get some idiocracy, but then you want us to lean all into the brilliancy. No. no. When you hear some brilliant shit, salute. When you hear some idiotic shit, say, that's the fucking show. That's it.
2: That's it. Simple as that. I hate when we're too brilliant. There are episodes when we might be too brilliant. There's not enough idiocy. It's, if we're being honest. We've been over y'all heads
0: a couple of times. Ooh, we've man. been ahead the head of the curve on a couple of times. What when is that? We was way too early on a lot of conversations. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh yeah. We was having the race conversations before Trump was in the White House. Oh yeah. We was been we've been talking about race before it was a thing again oh, in America. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like in a real way. Yeah, like early
2: on. Early, right.
0: early. Engine room. Early. Ooh, yeah. Come on, man. Remember the combat jack episode combat, we had? Yeah, R.I.P.
2: combat. Yes, man. Rest in peace, the Combat Jack. their convo. We were having gender convos. He was
0: having gender convos about sexuality and gender fluidity. We was mm. definitely had the rape
2: culture convo. Did mm. you just say wax? <laughs> stop trying to plug your shit, yo. Taylor, Taylor, chill <laughs> out. What, what? what are you talking about, why? Taylor? Taylor, Taylor, stop it. Taylor, you need to and, and stop don't it.
0: don't be yelling my guy's name and shit like that. Why would you yell that then? Oh, I didn't put
2: that together. Damn.
0: Damn. By the way, Taylor going to have an HR case this week. What'd she do? what she do? Our board up Dramos. Dramos had on a Coogee sweater today. Okay. Taylor walked up to him and goes, Dramos, I'm going to give you some pudding because of your sweater. Uh-huh. And I said, Dramos, don't fall for that shit. Okay, don't even take the fucking bait. Right? And I go, Taylor, why would you say that to him? And she goes, Bill Cosby. Now, imagine, right? Dramos goes, complains to HR, says something was uh, uh, inappropriate. Something was said to him. You know, a woman walked up to me in the building and said, I want to give you some pudding because of your sweater. So they called Taylor down. The HR lady said to Taylor, did you say that? She said, yes, I said it. Why did you say it? Because of Bill Cosby. Now, what if this woman knows nothing about the sweaters and Bill Cosby? She just think you a fucking creep and yeah. Bill Cosby influenced you to be a creep. Yeah. And the pudding you gave this person was going to have some drugs in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you, um, you're, you're skating on thin ice. Thin ice, bro. You are skating on thin, thin ice, sweetheart. fucking ice, Taylor. Yeah, get that fucking cake away from me, please. All right. And if you eat another piece of that cake, you're going to
0: fall through that thin ice. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Somebody didn't have a New Year's resolution.
1: Okay.
2: Take off that loofah. Take that shit off, yo. Get out of here, bro. That what is that? What is that made out of? Labradoodle? (laughs) Don't get sensitive. Don't get sensitive. You
0: warm? I am very. That's all that matters.
2: That's all that matters. Why'd she give it to you? Just for your Christmas or something like that? Thrift shops in Philly got some nice shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They
0: do. They they do. All right, guys. I think it's time to get the fuck out of here. 100 episodes. We really appreciate it. 300, bro. 300 fucking episodes. 300, bro. I can't wait till we sell the fuck
2: out. That's an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Nah. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, you think? Yeah, it's time. Highest bidder? It's time. It's time. It's what do you time. think? What do you think we go for? I don't
0: know. I mean, we got. I mean, it's different though. We got. We got. We got a network of shit. It's not like we got one show. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like I, I don't. I don't know. Do we take Chris with us or? You got to. Got Lyme disease, you know. If it it wasn't for the Lyme disease... Oh, we got to talk about the Lyme. Oh, I totally forgot.
2: Son, Chris is saved. Chris is saved, bro. Chris is fucking saved. Nah, Chris is my guy, man. Chris is saved because uh, Patrice Neil had this amazing joke. And the joke was... um, Uh, if you got a disease, you better hope a celebrity got it or else you're dead. Something to that extent. Because celebrities bring so much attention and money and donations to a disease that you're going to find a cure. And what did we find out this week? Who else has Lyme? Um, Justin Justin motherfucking. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yummy, 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 Chris. You are going to live. You are going to be saved, Chris. Alright? You can stop fake shaving your head like you got some issues. (laughs) All right, You can grow your hair out like you want. Live a long life because Justin Bieber about to cure motherfucking Lyme disease, dog. It's cured. His skin already looking better, Justin Bieber. Already got more energy. All these things. I think it might have been a publicity stunt to promote that record. I really think so. You think so? Like all of a sudden you announced that you got Lyme disease right when you got a single coming out and Roddy Rich's body in the Billboard charts. Seems a little coincidental, No. Do I like the song? Yummy, yeah, I like it a lot. I like the box too. They're both. Yo, Justin Bieber always made good music. Like, like when we really sit back and think about it, Justin Bieber always had good music, and he has access to the best musicians in the world. Put puts oh. out the right music. Justin Bieber always got good music.
0: Hundred percent. you don't like that new record. Yummy. Yeah. I only heard that because I saw him in the carpool karaoke shit and the, the gay, gay people are honest as fuck and the gay dude was in the front and he was like, I love Justin Bieber but I don't like his new song Yummy and then Justin Bieber popped out from the back and he was like, oh shit, I love your song Justin, so, you know what I mean, I, I mean it's cool with me, I got, I got this one Justin song I love, I was listening to that shit last night. Which I, one? I, I'm going to I'm gonna show you on my title playlist so y'all know I'm not bullshitting.
2: What's Hold on, hold on,
0: how do I pull up the, the last shit I was listening to? Let me tell you, Help your old <laughs> uncle out. We are
2: the old, bro. I do the same shit. <laughs> the <last laughs> time you how do I, how I do the go to what I was listening shit, to? do the same shit, bro. Huh? What's it? Um, Let me see. Go to search. Maybe it? it's in a search. Yo, um, I literally... You had to play it. Oh, no. Maybe it's Apple. Yeah. Let me see. How do I do it on Apple? Why Let me see. God, you are watching an old person right now. Right. You're listening to it. There you go.
0: <laughs> Ooh, this shit hit, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Die in your
1: fucking arms, bro. That's, that's the Lyme disease <laughs> tribute. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: shit here goes so fucking hard. That Justin Bieber died in your arms? Y'all act like Justin Bieber ain't talented if you want to, that's bro. What I'm saying. I don't know how that Lyme disease is going to impact him, but I
2: think it's the truth. Uh, uh, oh. Hey. Uh, hey. Beeb's
0: got to get rid of the mustache, though. He looks so uh, fucking creepy. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, with that mustache, Beeb looks like a guy that hangs outside of his concerts in a white van. He's, I'm serious. He looks like he's waiting for him. He's <laughs> no, waiting for his audience, his fans. This shit hard. So what happened with Chris with
2: Lyme disease? Um... The celebrities bring all the attention. They're going to yes. cure the disease. Yes. That's yes. how the shit yes. works. Yes. Yes. Anytime yes. a celebrity's kid got a disease or yeah. something like yeah. that, they yeah. get tons yeah. of funding. Yeah. Yeah. Bieber yeah. going to bring all the funding to this disease. Oh, man, and I'm that's supporting what's gonna Justin happen. Bieber 100%. Then. 100%. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber going to kill Chris. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to He's going to save Chris. him. Cure him. Yeah, I thought you yeah, said yeah, kill yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And why were you criticizing my dance right there? I don't know what that was. Well, you heard him right? Oh, that heard whining. Yeah, that's Lyman. <laughs> you never <laughs> lied before? <laughs> <laughs> talk about what?
0: <laughs> oh shit. Okay. talk about Bad Boys get the fuck out of here. Oh, you the haven't movie? seen Bad Boys yet. I haven't seen it yet. I wanna see it. You said it's excellent. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. it's doing very well. I would say it's excellent only because of the expectation of it. I think they lived up to expectations. Right. Uh, they did $100 million worldwide. Reason I thoroughly loved the movie mm. is because they leaned into the old shit, bro. Mm. That's it. They
2: leaned into the old shit. But you also said a good point on Instagram about like, a movie that leaned into traditionally like black media yes, outlets yes, and then yes. seeing
0: success because of because it. Because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have to understand what they mean to the black community. Don't get me wrong, Will Smith's one of the biggest stars in the world. Martin's a huge star too. Yeah. But we, we know Will Smith from being Fresh Prince mm. the rapper before mm. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And right. then becoming this mega movie star, right? Martin, same thing. Like we know Martin from stand up comedy, Def Comedy Jam, the Martin the sitcom. So like their cachet in the black community, what they mean to black people is different than probably what it means to everybody, else. right? You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So when they take the time to go to the Breakfast Club, when they take the time to go to Elliott Wilson's Crown, when they take the time to go to Swayze Universe, uh, even when they go to Complex, even though Complex not. You know, black owned, but you know, the content that they put out is black. Like, they went shopping for sneakers. Like, right. and, like what the fuck does Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have to do that for? Right. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that they took the time to do that and really, even on red carpets, they were like stopping for like baller alert and talking to all of these different outlets like that. I really think that, you know, people showed up for them because of that. Because it, it, it showed that they not too big to still fuck with. They didn't forget the, who they were. They didn't forget where they came from. That's all. That's it,
2: <laughs> and, and is that rewarding when you see that? Like, uh, it's
0: very rewarding because a lot of yeah. black superstars don't do that, and I, and I don't even know if it's any fault of their own. I just think that a lot of these publicists, especially in Hollywood, yeah, they they're not thinking about us. Why would you be thinking about us when you got Good Morning America and the Day Show and fucking? When are they gonna learn Ellen nobody DeGeneres. watches that?
2: No, 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 no Maybe nobody, Ellen. <clears throat> maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe you get a moment on Ellen
0: that goes viral or something. I like think that. a lot of people watch that shit but people don't react to that shit. It's passive. It's just on. That's it. They just turn it on That's while they're it. doing laundry, That's they're cleaning up. They're That's not it. sitting there That's on it. their computer staring That's at it. an interview. These audiences Yeah, is different. Going to get the fuck up and go to the movies.
2: Yeah. That's is the truth to the matter. So you think more people will start to do Um actually
0: it's a trend. I think new I think it's it's great to see traditional movie stars, <sighs> black movie stars like Will and Martin do it, but I think Kevin Hart does it the best. He started that, you know, 10 years ago. Kevin them, them white Hollywood publicists don't have him on Breakfast
2: Club make sure I'm on Breakfast Club he'll do it he, I've Kev does it and that's that's what that's what these celebrities need to do man you need to step in if Absolutely. you want to be successful Tiffany Haddish does it
0: yeah Lil Rail does
2: it Yo, you know how this, this Lena shows Wave you does it. this shows you what a fucking bubble an absurd bubble these Hollywood elites live in politicians know to come on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, can a politician yeah, yeah. who's running for president of the United States of America Absolutely. be more keyed in yeah. to the influence of The Bre- Breakfast Club and these other black media outlets, but a politician is like, oh, no, let's just do Good Morning America. You know, you know why? Why?
0: Because politicians, especially those Democrats, they're really big on numbers. They have, they have to know so they, the numbers. So, so they know Breakfast Club, you know, 8 million weekly listeners— 100 plus markets. Can't deny it. 70% of their audience is black and brown. Can't deny it. (laughs) Can't deny it. Like 70% of their audience is black and brown. Yeah, yeah. We need to
2: go talk to them if we're trying to talk to black and brown people. Because numbers don't lie. It's like we were going back to the beginning. Good Money America might have all that cachet. It might be a Golden Globe or an Emmy or some of that shit. But if you want the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And and people that will actually go out there and support and you, support
2: dedicated following, not some people just turn the TV on, they leave it there while they yep. vacuuming.
0: Yep, run the Good Morning America, run the Today Show, do that and do that alone, and think of them. Why people give a fuck about you? Like, Mm-mm. think if they're gonna run out to go see your movie,
2: Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. To see that bullshit. Interv- it's also the interview is different. Like, if you're gonna do one of those those shows, you're gonna have the most surface level interview, and you can't get attached to someone through a surface level interview. When you go on. When you go on the Breakfast Club, when you go on Stern, when you go on these shows that are going to have, when you on Rogan, when you go on these 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 those are the three ones that real I can really only think about, you're going to have real questions asked, real questions, and then you become a real person to them. And once you attach to a real person, you you you,
0: you want to support them. It's really just that simple. I listened to Robert Downey Jr. and Joe Rogan, and I
2: grew a whole new appreciation for Robert. What Downey was Jr. your take
0: on it? I just enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, I, why I
2: mean, were you I, drawn to him? What was it? The... Um. To me, he's Will Smith's buddy from Independence Day. That's the yeah, only thing I've I know. Never,
0: I've never heard him sound so human as I did on Joe Rogan Podcast. And I watch a lot of his interviews, especially when he's out doing press for Marvel and shit like that. He sounded, he just sounds— and, and, Oh,
2: I'm say, God, and, and he, I got him confused with the other. Oh, There's another Downey Jr., isn't it? Who's the guy from Independence Day that was with Will Smith? I have no idea. And I just went along because I never. Harry Connick before. Jr. I was thinking. Whoopsie. Man,
0: get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Salute to Harry Connick. I fuck with Harry though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My
2: uh, bad. But go on, but go on, Robert, Robert Downey. But,
0: but Robert, uh, Robert, he just sounded very, very human, and he actually listens to Joe, and like, you know, he's in the martial arts, which I didn't know. Yeah. So you know him and Joe connect, and once you get that one connection, that's it. You open you just super vulnerable and just the stuff he was talking about was really really dope it's not gonna make me go see Doolittle but I appreciated <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated him you know what I'm saying yeah. but uh, yeah it's just like yo you gotta sit down with people that you have real conversations real connections with I think a lot of times when those guys like Martin, Will are people that are just beloved in a certain community and also I can tell Joe Rogan really fucks with Robert Downey Jr. yeah yeah so he's he's somewhere where he's celebrated yeah and that's what it is when you have these Will and the Martins and they go to these places like bro you're celebrating yo, ain't no love like black love bro it's different, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just.
2: It's, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> you get,
0: you get it. You
2: get it in a lot of ways. But it's, it's, no, no, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah,
0: it's just, it's right, just, right. it's just a dope
2: ass love, man. So, yeah, no, it is. It is a communal. is a community that comes out and supports. And yes. uh, I've been so fucking blessed and lucky to see that happen. Not only with like the black community, but when you see these shows, people come out. Like we have Indians will come out. In groups of fucking 10 to these shows. Asians will come out. Let Mexicans will come out. You see these groups. Mexicans come in packs too? Son. Come in packs all in the same car. (laughs) What? Bro, they're not even buying tickets, they just jumping over the wall, you know, sneaking their way in. (laughs) <laughs>
0: nah, but it's, it's jokes, guys. Is is
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ? But um, but yeah, it's just been cool to see that kind of love, like when you see a community that's tight knit, come out and show it for Blow it. So I understand, I understand what you're saying, man. And, and
0: it's and, a, and, yeah. and it's a good movie because they really lean into the old shit. Like they're not trying to act young. Like I hate Tom Cruise movies. You told, yeah, you I can't stand that as shit, as as bro. As like, like, but great. Martin and Will. They just embraced it. Like it was even parts of the movie where Will would be talking and you sitting there like that shit sounds so fucking corny. And then literally the next line is, Why the fuck are you talking like that? Yeah, yeah, you ain't 20. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. they leaned into it yeah, and yeah. it just made for a great film. And they set up a part four beautifully. Yeah. Like that is like in an organic way that makes you be
2: like, Alright. Yeah, I do yeah. want to see that. I fuck yeah. with that. I want to see more of that. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love to see Martin have another resurgence. I don't think he went nowhere. Nah, he did. Martin Martin fell off a little bit, but in terms of popularity, maybe he did some movies that people didn't care about, but I always thought Martin was one of the single most like engaging and talented and naturally funny people I've ever seen. Like funny without the script, funny with the way his face looked, funny physically. Like he could take a scene that if you just looked at the script, you'd be like, "I don't understand how we can make this funny." And the second Martin is there, just moving, like remember Blue Streak. He was ja- that's a great point, Alex. So he was Jamie Fox before Jamie Fox. He really was Martin. So, yeah, just the way Jamie carried the Jamie Fox show is the way Martin carried Martin, dude. Perfect that's example.
0: That's very debatable, though.
2: Damn, it is maybe. No, it's not. It is maybe. I mean, I love Jamie. No, 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 no. I, I, but I, Martin carried yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Martin. I, yeah. You remember that scene with the little kid yeah. when uh, when the little kid goes to Martin? Um... Martin, I just wanted to go with you guys to Arizona. And then Martin just goes, Martin, I just want to go with you guys to Arizona. He just mocks a little kid. There's no way that's in the script. There's no way the director's going to mock a yeah. seven-year-old. But he just knew what was funny in the moment, yeah. and he would always go with it, man.
0: The only reason I said, I thought about it just now, like you say Martin carried Martin. I don't disagree, because Martin had so many of those characters that we love. But he had a great cast, bro. No, Gina no one, was great. No one's Cole a nine was a great. Cast. Yeah, Tisha Campbell was great. Uh, uh, Tashina Arnold. Um, damn. I, I like to say their real names, but I can't remember now. <laughs> man, shut up, white man.
2: You never watched No Martin. <laughs> For the record, he's speaking to Angelo. Angelo, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm speaking to
2: half of Angelo. All right? <laughs> Listen, all L-O, I'm saying is it'd be cool to see him, man, and like. He's going on tour. I know he's on tour. He's posting YouTube clips, too. We got his YouTube stand-up clips going. It's been cool to see, man.
0: Listen, as always, if uh, you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. If you listen to this podcast and you think we're just a couple idiots who don't know shit, you're right, too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening.